the comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Thank you very much, Emily. Good afternoon. I'm Mac McCoy, and this is The View from a Pew, a Christian radio program in which we shake up the channels a little bit. This is not your grandmother's Christian radio show. We ask the tough questions here, like we are today with Reverend Monica Haynes. We're going through our pastor's questions. Maybe you've heard some of these before. Maybe you haven't. I would always encourage you to go back to YouTube or some of the other places that our podcasts are stored and and find a couple of these interviews where we are doing Ask the Questions because it's amazing what you'll learn about uh, the walk that other people have in following Jesus, especially those like me. I don't know about you, but like me, because I'm not perfect. That's why I'm a Christian. I'm not a Christian because I think I'm better than anybody. I'm a Christian because I know where to go to be forgiven and who forgives me and what I need to do to not earn because we can't earn it, but he can give us mercy and grace in which we are granted forgiveness. And if there's anybody in your life who cannot forgive somebody or can't get past that somebody won't forgive them, Have them get a hold of me. That's my ministry. My ministry is to help people accept forgiveness and grant it. Because life is not a life filled with Jesus until we truly understand why he died on that cross. It was for forgiveness, especially the big ones. All right, Reverend Monica Haynes is my guest today. She is a, a, would you call yourself an evangelist? Would you call yourself a, uh, uh, a how would you define yourself in your, in say, your ministry? I would say evangelist. Okay. I would say evangelist. Um, I try to reach out to people that are hurting. Um, and I just kind of come across, I would say that I come across more as an evangelist than, uh, than anything else. Um, because I'm just really a, a cheerleader for Christ and uh, what he can do for the life, no matter how um, sad your life is, no matter what it, it's involved and how distant you feel or are from Christ. I know that he's willing um, to reach out right where you're at and, and embrace you and change your life. And so I would say I'm an evangelist. All right. We're back to the pastor's questions. And this one's kind of a tough one because I don't, ever know exactly how to present this question. So here it is, and I'll try to unpack it for you. Okay. Is non-belief, uh, agnostic, atheist, um, I don't know, I don't think there's a God. Who needs God? Uh, look at this earth. This earth doesn't need a God. Is non-belief a part of free moral agency, in other words, free will, or is it part of sinful nature? I think it's both. Okay. I think it requires I think it requires both. I think that you're getting a message somewhere 
uh, in your humanness that's steering it. There's a difference between being agnostic and being atheist. Agnostic says you're unsure. Um, atheist says you know for a fact there is no God. And I always say to people, if you're atheist, then you're telling me that you're a God because you have to be all knowing. And to be all know to be to, by definition to be all knowing, then you have to be a God. And so that that in itself is quite a different, you know, they're making quite a different profession. When you say for a fact, you know, there is no God. The people that are unsure, that's where we come along. That's where we're to share. Maybe they just haven't been exposed to the right things. Um, so that they're able to make up their mind. Yeah, and see, that's ends- the evangelist in you. Yes. Hoping that you can just be... We we never save people, and that's tough for me to take sometimes. Why I'd be able to swoop in here with my super Christian cape on sure. and say the magic words and dunk them a few times and give them a wafer and some grape yeah. juice, and you're fine. Right, and we're just vessels. Yeah, um, it's all it's all the Holy Spirit and God in us that uh, we're just vessels um, that are used uh, to bring about His will and His way um, through us. And uh, I know in our humanness, it's, sometimes it's kind of hard not to try to take the steering well and uh, just say, if you just get one more exposure, you know, yeah. the person will get it right. So I do understand that. Reverend Monica Haynes is my guest today. We're going through uh, a list of questions here, which we call Ask the Pastor. Now, I don't know if you've written any of these down that you want to ask me, but uh, tomorrow this gets turned all around. Okay. And so, uh, and I do have them numbered if you haven't written them down. Um, I suppose I could take a picture of them and maybe send them to you on your phone if you want. Um, sure. I don't give the questions out in advance because I don't want a prepared uh, answer. And you're doing really good, Monica. You know, you this is all off the cuff and you're doing great. All right. Um, here's a fun one. What Bible character reminds you of you? John the Baptist. Ooh. Are you out there eating bugs and locusts? <laughs> well, that part we can leave out because I'm like, yuck. <laughs> as far as out in nature. But his nature of wanting to baptize people and he's got kind of that just right out there, you know, you know, prepare the way of the Lord. He was in, in preparation. Uh, I met, there's that evangelist in me again. Yeah. Um, that if you were lost, you know, you will perish. And, um, but God does not want that to happen. You know, uh, be saved and be baptized. Um, and that just exhilarates me from the inside out when I think of John the Baptist, that he really was on fire for Christ. And he also exhibited his struggle with the flesh. And uh, that also kind of conveys the characterization that I go through. Yeah. So I, I mostly relate to him and also to Ruth. And so how Ru- say, how do you relate to Ruth? Um, that she wanted to find her love, you know, when she found Boaz and uh, or God, you know, allowed for that to happen. And uh, yeah, I'm always hopeful that my Boaz comes along as a single person. And so I just kind of admire admire her all right good job our guest today reverend monica haynes and uh we're going through the ask the pastor questions she's doing great i hope you're enjoying them if you have questions or want to add a question or challenge me on any of these questions 
please feel free to do so because I'm I'm certainly not an expert. Uh, and you can get a hold of me, a Mac, M-A-C, just like macaroni. So Mac at theviewfromapew.com. All right, Monica, here's a here's a here's a whippy one for you. Tomorrow, your doctor informs you that you have just a few weeks to live. Okay. He says you better pick three things and you better get them done. Okay. What are they? Um, restore uh, any broken relationships. Um, write out a will specific to my grandkids and... Spend time alone with God hmm. about my life. What was the second one? Um, to write out a will to my grandkids. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that's good. All right, now it's getting worse. Okay. Those weeks are up and you've died. Okay. And for some reason, your friends and family have asked me to do your eulogy. Okay. How do you want to be remembered? As fierce, that I was tenacious, I was fierce, and I was full of faith. I never, I never wavered. My faith never wavered, not one. Mm. Um, this is not one of our regular questions, but it does come up sometimes. Do you believe, I believe that the Bible tells us that one of the spiritual gifts is faith. Mm-hmm. And that that means, for me, what that means is I never, never, doubt God. I never throw my fists up and say, what the heck? What are you doing? You're not doing the right stuff. Now, I may not be happy with him, but it would be a happy, uh, it would be an unhappiness that would be part of our relationship, not me, not me challenging who he was or what he did in my life. Do you think that's a, an okay um, way to define the gift of faith? I do. Absolutely. Because in our humanness, he created us. He went, you know, Jesus went through all the things that we could possibly go through. And even he didn't want God to forsake him, you know, briefly, you know, momentarily, you know, he didn't want to go through in his humanness. Um, So there are things that happen in our life. We're still trusting him, um, but we're unhappy, you know, and so we can we can question God. I don't think that that's uh, a behavior that that he would frown upon. So, yeah, I think because in the end you're saying, but I trust you, Lord. In my humanness, I may doubt, may be a little upset, but I have faith that you're going to see me through. And so to me, you can trust, but sometimes we question and we might be a little upset as to what's going on or maybe the way it went. But we know that he is all-knowing and that we trust him because he is faithful. Hmm. And so, yeah. I do think that that can be a gift, and I think that we can question some things and maybe even be upset with what's going on, but we know that he's he's got it under in control. All right, I think we've got time for two more questions, and okay. uh, but don't hurry through them. I'll give you one, and if there's enough time to do the last, uh, we'll do that. Um, okay. What do you say to a person who says, well, I'm a good person. I, I know I'll be in heaven. I say that that is, I tell them that it's not scriptural and that God created us and we're, we have, we are filthy rags. He is holy. And there has to be some kind of intermediate 
uh, rec, rec, you know, rec, you know, to reconcile us with him. So it's what Christ did. And so your good works, they're no good. They don't mean anything unless you do them because you love him and have accepted him. All right. And so, yes. All right. Well, we have time for the last one. Somebody says, well, I may forgive Monica, but I'll never forget. Is that biblical? Um, Yes, because you have to learn a lesson. So if someone does something evil to you, I guess in general, let's just say someone robbed you, you may forgive them, but are you going to leave your your doors unlocked again? You know, I think that you learn. That doesn't mean you didn't forgive them. Maybe you learned a lesson that you shouldn't have left, you know, property out or maybe lock your door. So that's going to stay in your mind because in your humanness, we can't totally forget, but we can forgive. But there are some lessons when people harmed us that, that we have to learn. Maybe we shouldn't let certain type of people have our attention. It doesn't, it means you may forgive them for what they did. Yeah, but you learn a lesson from it. All right. Thank you, Reverend Monica Haynes. Uh, she will be back tomorrow and she will be asking me some of these questions, anyone that she wants. We thank you for listening to The View from a Pew. Uh, We appreciate everything you do for us, including pray for this ministry. And thanks to the good folks at Divine Truth Christian Store.